And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. beautiful smile I have had the pleasure and honor to see belongs to my sister, Elizabeth Marie Matier. Whether in tears of immense joy or intense sorrow, she wears a smile and she wears it well. Diagnosed with multiple sclerosis over 20 years ago, MS has knocked her down on many occasions, but every time she gets back up with a smile in response to the pain. Having been diagnosed with MS just over a year ago myself, I can think of no greater source of inspiration for a condition that can't yet be cured, only endured. Her smile makes me smile. You have known me all of your life. And I've known you since I was three. As your older sister, you had to look up to me because I was taller. But I've always looked up to you because you had a wider smile. I was taller, your smile was wider. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. And I'm not sure if you are aware of the impact your signature smile has, but perhaps by the end of this conversation, you'll know. Um, For now, getting back to years of knowing each other, it's not a person, but rather a diagnosis that you have known for over 20 years now. Liza, take us back to the beginning. Can you share the story of when you were first diagnosed with multiple sclerosis? Well, from what I can remember, because it was kind of vague, um, I really didn't know what to think because I didn't know what multiple sclerosis was. And um, it was pretty it was dramatic. I mean, it was pretty severe. I went blind in my left eye. Optic neuritis took complete sight. So I didn't even realize that I had gone blind and die until I was running into people at work. I had turned my head the whole way in order to see where I was, what I was doing. Um, I, it really didn't hit me until a little further down the road because I didn't really accept what it was because I didn't know what it was going to do. Um, it, it took a very, uh, what's the word? I can't really think of the word right now but it has affected my life in more ways than one. People always said, well, just pray and ask God to take it away. And I did not do that even once (laughs) because anything, God doesn't put anything on us that we cannot bear. So I just asked him to give me the strength to deal with it. It was hard (laughs) sometimes, but I mean, it gets easier. Not really, that was just a joke. easier but life has taught me I used to say it is what it is but it is not it's all what we make it so it's really not bad if you just learn to have fun with it I've learned that the pain does not go away if anything gets worse (laughs) sometimes but you just have to have fun with it in one way or the other because you can't let it take you can't let it take you well you know when um when you grew up, your nickname was Liza. As an adult, you go by your real name, Elizabeth. 
I will always call you Liza, just like you will always call me Alicia, my real name. Beyond your name and beyond your diagnosis, you have a spirit and a strength in you that can't be defined or diminished by either. Where does it come from, Liza? I've seen you knocked down so many times and each time you get back up stronger. So question for the moment, where do you get your strength? God, I mean, I have had to go without everything to actually appreciate what exactly I had. And MS has not been, I mean, it's been difficult, but by God's grace and mercy, I am able to see the benefits of it. I had, I was going way too fast through life and running through things. I had to slow down and I am that strong that I'm stubborn. And, <laughs> and so I, to, um, I had to have my legs taken from me. I had to be paralyzed <laughs> in order to sit my behind down. I had to lose my sight in order to slow down. Um, my speech, I have to really think five times before I speak like I'm supposed to anyways. I'm forced to do things that I should be doing because God has, he has given, he's the only thing that's given me the strength. A lot of this traveling, a lot of this experience, I've had to experience by myself, but I've never been really alone. I'm, I'm fine being alone as far as socially. I can be by myself, but I'm never lonely. And that's only from God. I don't. I don't worry. I just pray and leave it to Him. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. true. Control what you can and let go of what you can't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Kind of. You kind of something you don't grab onto in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Not even grab it. I just. Yeah, there it is. See you later. Bye. <laughs> see you later bye i remember you saying that more times than one see you later bye yeah <laughs> on to the next on to the next uh question here yeah. in all things there is something to lose and something to gain so speaking just a bit more in depth here when it comes to ms what's been the hardest lost and what's been the well what's been the greatest gain my relationship with God has been the greatest gain because that in itself, I mean, has been my saving grace. Um, the most difficult thing has probably been that I went through and I feel like I'm regaining, but I don't think I really had it in the first place. I don't know. Um, my relationships or the lack thereof it's kind of hard to give something that you don't have to give so I mean I can go without my legs but not being able to provide for my son the way I would like to like even my granddaughter now there's things I would like to do, but it's okay because you know what? I learned 
I'm going to do it. I will get from point A to point B. It's just I have to take different paths. That's okay. Because, you know, you and Stacy have always been more creative than me. I'm sorry, but I would go to you to decorate and things like that or to figure out how to say something. I'm not good with my speech, but that's okay because I mean, my brain has so many lesions on it and my spine. I have had to be creative to get from there to there, from here to there, there to here, either or, sometimes backwards, sometimes forwards. But um, yeah, I... I lost my relationship with my son. And yeah. So it's a trial getting that back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I uh, I remember when I video called you one day, it was about a year or so ago, I guess, and it was to tell you about an article in MS that we had just published in our magazine. I remember you telling, I remember telling you that I would send you the link and then, you know, you could read it. And I remember you crying. And when I asked why you were crying, you told me because you couldn't read it. You were having a flare up with your MS. You were having optical neuritis and optical neuritis is a bitch. You couldn't read it. Not to interrupt you, but it's not my MS. I still to this day will not claim it. It's a disease that lives within inside me, but it is not mine. <laughs> Thank you for the correction. Let me go back. Okay. You were flare dealing with a flare-up by MS. Not your MS, just MS in general. Optical neuritis. Again, I will say it is a bitch. And that you uh, couldn't read. And I remember you smiling while crying and saying that it would be okay. Because this is what you do. And I remember you being, to me, so inspiring do you know that it was your smile through those specific tears that inspired aware now podcast because if our stories couldn't be read well then we were going to make sure that they could be heard you inspired more accessibility more inclusivity do you know that that's what you have told me yes (laughs) yeah and you know i don't think that I've been able to go through everything that I've gone through for nothing. Oh, God has allowed me to have something and get through it for a reason. I haven't figured out that reason directly yet or how I was supposed to do it, but I think I was supposed to share my experiences and what I've done to get through it to help others that may be going through the same thing. I did read this book, The Walls Protocol. And the first couple of things I read out of it was people sharing their story. And I was like, oh my gosh, they experienced something that I went through. Because with MS, it's so difficult talking to somebody that has not felt even a part of it. You can't, there are no words to describe it. There isn't. Mm -hmm. I was like, can you put my feelings into words? Because I still to this day cannot. Um, So yeah, hopefully this interview will reach people (laughs) because, there is a pain. There really is. There's greatness to everything. We just have to find it. We just have to find it. You just have to keep looking. Yes. <laughs> so um, far. Well, and you know, it's. I remember speaking with you one day, and just that conversation. It's about you know the fact that you're living with them, MS. You're not dying with it. You're living with it. That 
it's so it's all your perspective and how you look at things and what lens you decide to, to look through. Um, I, I want to focus for a moment on that topic of strength, because not only are you spiritually strong, you are physically strong. I mean, you've got some crazy guns. Uh, and it seems like one day you're in the hospital and the next day you are back at the gym. It's an uphill fight battling a chronic condition, chronic fatigue, physical weakness that is sort of signature with MS. Even when requiring your walker, you head to the gym, you head to work. <laughs> what is your motivation? What is your motivation, Liza? I Life is for the living, right? And I don't think, I don't want to just exist. I want to live. And I love to work out. I'm not gonna let some illness keep me from working out. I mean, I was in the military. I blew all of them away. You know, it's like, uh, PT? Oh, not a problem. That was before I was diagnosed, but still. The MS was still inside me. But I'm stronger than that. And I enjoy it. Do what you love. Do what makes you feel good. There's too many things that make you feel bad. <laughs> so if it feels great, like I get rid of a lot of stress by working out. Mm -hmm. so, to me, it feels good emotionally, physically, and so that's for you. Um, MS, you need to be physically strong. A body in motion stays in motion. If you sit there and be like, oh, poor me, poor me, what's that gonna do for you? Nothing will make you weaker. So I suggest anybody who is feeling pain, move your body. It's going to feel worse if you sit still. The longer you sit still, the more you're going to hurt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to move. <laughs> a little bit. Even if it's a little bit, like I'll be sitting somewhere. I'm just moving. My arms flail all over the place, but who cares? <laughs> I'm feeling better. I feel like I'm good. <laughs> it's okay. They can think I'm a weirdo, but at least I feel better. You know? You like they say in the song, like you gotta move it, move it. So move it. Yes. That's right. <laughs> uh, so to close out this conversation, I wanted to uh, go here with this. And I quote, what a beautiful girl. What a beautiful smile. more people than I can count on my fingers and toes <laughs> have referenced you, my sister, in this way over the years. Complete strangers, I'm sure, find hope in that smile. <laughs> if wow. there were words of hope that you could offer, not only to those with MS, but to anyone who's feeling hopeless, what would those words be? God is great. And he created all of us. So, you know, remember who you are and what you want to be. Don't let anybody and don't let yourself bring yourself down. You just have to think positive. Mind over matter. Smile. I love you. I love that smile. I love <laughs> the fact that you took some time today to sit and to speak and to publicly share your story and help all of us become a bit more aware now. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Happy night. <laughs>
Thank you for helping me share my story. That helps others. It will. An honor and a pleasure. It helped me. Oh, well, then praise be to Allah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are Aware Now.